Gabe, I'm tired of old movies. Well, let's watch some new ones. Yeah, maybe like a mini-sode or something? Dude, are you reading my mind? That's exactly what I was thinking. Let's go to the movies! Thank you for joining us on this Rewind Cinema mini-sode. Mini-sode. Sometimes we go back in time. Today, we're not going to do that. No. We're going to talk about a movie that came out on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. We went and saw it. We had an adrenaline-infused experience. Dude, I was on the edge of my seat because (laughs) I wanted to leave the theater. Oh. (laughs) See, I looked over at you, and you were on the edge of your seat with your nails, like, in your mouth, like, biting your nails. Don't, don't, stop. You love this movie so much. (laughs) All right. Today, we are talking about Transformers, The Last Night. It has been said through the ages... Without sacrifice, there can be no victory. Two species at war. One flesh. One metal. Optimus Prime has left us. We're floating in space. One hundred billion trillion planets in the cosmos. Everyone you know. Do you want to know, don't you? Why they keep coming here. Worlds colliding. The operation is over. We're not giving up, okay? Only one survives. Now that is the last night K and I G-H-T, not night N-I-G-H-T, because that's important. Yeah, because if it was Transformers the last night and it was N-I-G-H-T, you know, who knows what happened the night before? Yeah. Like, probably, probably nothing. Super Rager with the <laughs> Autobots. Like, yeah. just... Everyone was just living their life, dude. <laughs> um, By the way, you didn't introduce yourself or me. Uh, I, 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 had something, I had something planned, so if you could just say your name and then say... Uh, and my co-host, and, and I'll take it from there. My name is Mark Wahlberg. I am joined by... 
Optimus Prime. <laughs> that's not, that's Thank not very you. good. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> that's not very good. But it's okay. We'll keep it uh, in there. Yeah. I'm actually Matt Morris. This is Gabe Whitehurst. Yeah, hey, everyone. Um, yeah, so uh, full disclosure, I have not seen two through four. I saw the first one. Um, yeah, I saw about half of four and tuned yeah. out and turned it off because it was so boring. Did you watch the part where all the Bud Lights fall from the sky? <laughs> I did. And, I saw uh, it. and he hits one and <laughs> yeah. gets angry and drinks it. Yep. Yeah. I saw it. There's a little bit of that in this one too. Yep. Um. So here's the the, the general gist of the story. Uh, Optimus Prime finds his dead home planet Cybertron in which he be, he comes to find out he was responsible for its destruction. He finds a way to bring Cybertron back to life, but in order to do so, Optimus needs to find an artifact that is on Earth. Yes. Um, it stars Mark Wahlberg. Anthony Hopkins is on here. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people. Stanley Tucci's in here for like 10 minutes. Dude, freaking <laughs> Merlin, the magish. Yeah. Um, and I don't really think there's a whole lot to spoil here, but I think we'll just keep continuity's sake. Uh, we'll just go ahead and give our general thoughts, and then we'll get into some things that might be considered spoilers for anyone, as in the lady who was next to us in the theater might be a Transformers super oh fan. Oh my gosh. She was clapping. She loved all the stuff that good guys did. Yes. She was into it. Every triumph, <laughs> every victory yes. was as if she was just witnessing, you know, like a bird for the first time as as a baby like mm-hmm. it's a bird i've never seen a bird <laughs> like it, it was it was exactly the same <laughs> yeah exactly the same so just to be clear this is just our general thoughts for now yeah so having not seen two through four i don't feel like it was essential for me to see them to understand what was happening in this movie i felt like it was pretty clear for the most part this goes back in history and uh, to, 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 well, not real history, but, you know, fantasy uh, for the Knights of the Round Table. And there's a connection between them and the Autobots coming in from space. And so Mark Wahlberg gets wrapped up in this and uh, he has to, it's very hard <laughs> Good to Good luck trying to explain. Like, I'm sitting here watching you like, what is he going to say now? I'm just canoodling <laughs> my thoughts as I'm going. Dude, you are. Your noodle's going to get twisted, though, uh, if, you, if you go down that rabbit hole. So I'll just say that Mark Wahlberg is responsible for the, uh, uh, well, her, him and the, the woman. What's her name? Not uh, Megan Fox. Uh, no, Laura Haddock. Laura Haddock. Vivian Wembley. Who looks exactly like Megan Fox. Who is basically Megan Fox reincarnate. Even yes. though she's not dead, she's still alive. She's still alive. Yeah. But she looks just like her. Yeah. So it's kind of on their shoulders to defend the world with Optimus Prime and the Optimus Autobots. Prime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just... See, that's one of the bad things about this movie. This movie is non-stop, dude. My brain got no time to think about anything that was happening for about no. the first two no. hours. Not at all, no. And then in the third act, when you want it to be fast and, and dramatic, it slows down. Yep. And you're like, why are you so slow? 100%. You're exactly right. It, it's it, like, the, I don't know. The, the arcs and everything meets at weird times, and it just seems so convoluted and yeah. weird. And I was exhausted, honestly. At the end of this movie, I was really tired. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Uh, not to mention that the theater that we were in was like the wrong theater, th- uh, theater to see this in, but they had the volume jacked up to like 15, and it only went to 10. And I know that it's Transformers, and they're going to do that anyway, but it was like, it was loud. I know I'm a grandpa, but it was loud. And yeah. so I think just every sensory, like, feeling that we have was just on overload like our our eyes were like bugging out our brains <laughs> were fried and our ears were hurting yeah and it was like time to go home and we just crawled out of the theater mm-hmm. at the end 
Not to mention, some of the sound design in this movie was awful. What, uh, what do you mean? Just plain bad. In the in the beginning scene, uh, they are launching catapults that have these fiery mm-hmm. yes. spheres. I don't know what they are, but just big round, yeah, balls of fire. They kind of hit the ground and roll. Yeah, and then but the sound effect they they clearly wanted you to know it was fire, even though you could see that it was fire. Mm. And it was so crackly and loud, and and it just like that really hurt my ears for a little bit. I thought it was hmm. like maybe they had it turned up too loud, and the speakers were about to blow or something, because that's what it honestly sounded like. To oh, me. okay. I didn't, I didn't catch that, but I don't I don't doubt it. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It really hurt my ears. Like I was surprised. I don't ever really get that kind of reaction from the volume of movies or anything, but yeah, yeah, it was noticeable to me at least. Yeah, this movie is. Uh, it's just a lot. It's very busy. Mm-hmm. It's it's all these movies are busy. And um, I've heard a lot of reviewers say this is by far not the worst Transformers film, so we will say that to its credit. It's in the top five. Well, there's only five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, they're all terrible. Yeah. Uh, this is not, not the worst, though. Yeah. Um, and I can definitely agree, because the last one was so just like not cool. I hear it it's boring. a close tie between two and four for the worst, yeah. but I haven't seen them, so I can't speak to that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just a lot. If you like this movie, if you like this like universe, great, go see it. I mean, I, I actually had a pretty good time the first hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half, mm-hmm. even though it's ridiculous and I have a lot of negative things to say about it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And then I think it just really, as Matt said, it slows down and gets even more convoluted towards the end mm-hmm. and just doesn't, it doesn't end well. And it also yeah. ends pretty abruptly. Yeah. Like a lot of, there's a ton of action, then it's boom, like it's over mm-hmm. and it, it's strange. And there's also a brand of humor in this movie. Um, so Gabe and I were laughing a lot in the last 30 <laughs> minutes, but it didn't have to do with because Michael Bay wanted it to be funny, I don't think. No. But we, we were laughing while people were applauding. Yeah. Let's put it that way. So, but people, so I, I can't remember who I read a review of, but somebody mentioned that Michael Bay's style is kind of to like basically show you something that should be funny, point at it, and be like, that's hilarious. Did you no, guys see so, that? Something that's stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, stupid, but that Michael Bay probably thinks is funny. And well, then he, he has somebody acknowledge yeah. that funny right. thing, quote unquote. In the movie. Yes. In the movie. Yes. And then he's like, did you see how funny that was? And then you're just yes. sitting there like, that, Michael, I'm sorry, that was not funny. Correct. Yeah. There's just so many little moments where people try to tell a joke. And for me, it fell flat. Our theater wasn't really laughing at those moments either. So it's no, not like it no, was no. successful. It, yeah, you're exactly right. It's a cheap... It's a very cheap brand of humor. Yeah. Michael Bay does something that is utterly stupid, and then he realizes it's stupid, and, and like you said, points to it, as this one reviewer noted. He points to it and says, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to make you laugh. Yeah. And instead, it's just really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't... There were just a lot of moments that were ruined. I, when we were leaving the theater, I was like, Matt, why do people have to do that? This is this movie's already ridiculous, okay? <laughs> it's enjoyable to watch. The visuals are incredible. Every Transformers movie is like an insane. Yeah. Visuals are the at. CGI is incredible. Like mm-hmm. just top notch. But it's just so um why would you make it worse than it already is? Why would you make <laughs> it more dumb? Than it already is. I, I don't want to get. I'm, like I'm, I'm holding back spoilers, so we need to, we need to announce yeah. that we're gonna spoil. But uh, all right, yeah. Let, let's let's okay. Let's go to the spoilers. Hey, Snake kills Dumbledore. Yay! All right, what do you have to say, little boy? So I was just gonna say that. 
spoiler, there's a scene where Anthony Hopkins, who is fun to watch in this movie, he's having a good time. He's actually pretty spry. Like, mm-hmm. he's like jolly and f- he's pretty funny in this movie. He's silly. Uh, he's having a good time. There's a scene where he dies. And Matt yes. kind of liked this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I liked it too because it's so stupid. For not the right reasons. Right. But there's a Transformer that has been in the world since uh, basically time began. Like, uh, mm-hmm. we, we learned in this movie that Transformers were around during Camelot. They helped us during World War II. Bumblebee was around in World War II. Like, they are, like, timeless. They've mm-hmm. been here for a long, 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 long time. Anthony Hopkins has a butler robot. C-3PO knockoff? C-3PO ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Which they say in the movie. Yeah. They acknowledge it. They acknowledge it, which is one thing that's Funny. stupid. They acknowledge it. Like, hey, C-3PO, literally, hey, C-3PO ripoff, stop doing this. We, which were, is, we were all thinking it, so let me cover my bases by yeah, acknowledging it. Right. So at the end of the and by the way, another dumb thing, they hire the butler from Downton Abbey to play the butt, like, that's cool. I'm proud of the guy. I'm happy that you got work, but it's the, it's the butler from Downton Abbey. Like, <laughs> just pick a different actor. It doesn't, like, you don't have to cast a butler to play a butler. It's yeah. okay. Like, you can do something else. <laughs> anyway, he's a very annoying character. He's cool for the first five minutes because he's serious. Yeah. And then they give him this personality, this schizophrenic personality. He's, yeah, he yeah. tries to be funny. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, Anthony Hopkins dies. He gets killed but by a robot. Can we just talk about how it happens, though? Yeah, we can't. Go ahead. He gets blasted by a robot, right? I think, I think Megatron blasts his ass like into <laughs> outer space. <laughs> into the future, dude. He's like, <laughs> it hits the ground beneath he, him, and it goes into slow-mo, and he like tumbles on dude, the air. And, he yeah. ragdolls through, like, he's at Stonehenge, which is ridiculous to say. <laughs> he ragdolls through the air and lands, and it's like Anthony Hopkins ragdolling like through like 30 feet. I don't know air. if it would be funny if it was Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> but it's funny because it's Anthony Hopkins. Right. That's why it was funny. So Matt and I were like cracking up. Yeah. And people are like sad and having a moment. <laughs> anyway, Robot Butler comes over. Um his name in the movie is Cog Cogman. Cogman. Yeah. Cog- Cogman. Cogman. Um he says, Of all the of all the masters I've had the pleasure of serving, you were by far the coolest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? And it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. And we laughed because not because we think that's funny, but because it's so bad. It's such cheap humor that stupid people think it's funny. That's my question. Is it supposed to be funny? Or, or is it supposed to be like, and funny to adults maybe. Is it supposed yeah. to be funny like a 12-year-old? Maybe. I, yeah. That's the thing. Is like, I don't know. I, obviously, the writers know that it's meant to get a laugh. Yeah. They create it to make it get a laugh. Yeah. But you and I were laughing because I think I think, and I'm not. I don't want to toot our own horn here. Mm. I think we're intelligent movie viewers, and so we're yeah. into we're trying to watch the movie, and it just <laughs> it rips you out of the scene. There's no need for that line. There's it's just absurd, right? He is a respect. Anthony Hopkins is a respect character in the movie. Like he's a, he's he's this he's from the line of uh, basically Merlin. Mm-hmm. Like he's guarding this secret. And when he dies, that's what his robot butler from, you know, yeah. from when the world began says to him, you yeah. were by far the coolest. You don't, you don't need a eulogy there or anything. You just, okay, if Cogman stood over Anthony Hopkins' dead corpse yep. and said, uh, Godspeed. He or, closed his eyes yeah, and went th- back to the battle. Yeah, then, something then, quick. Then great, we're in. But, we're, we're totally in. But by Michael Bay pointing at that moment and saying, this is funny. Yeah. It's unintentionally. It's not the funny you want. Exactly. It, it's it's like we we wrote this so you would laugh, but we're laughing because 
you're so stupid. Yeah. That's such a bad choice. And there make. are tons of those moments in the movie. Just tons. Like, and and in, for a movie that has such great visuals, another moment that we thought was funny is at the end, uh, <laughs> not Megan Fox, uh, Laura Haddock. No, no I, you need to call her not Megan Fox. No, like not that, Megan Fox. So she's uh, basically the only living relative of Merlin left. So she has to power the staff uh, to, to kill, uh, what's her name, the, the evil... Um, I don't remember her name. The robot, the, the, the space queen robot, Guy. who's queen of Cybertron. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but she has to like wield the staff to kill her, basically, or you know, stop the the uh, the evil robots from killing everyone. They have a name. People yes. are gonna hate me for not knowing it, but whatever. Uh, and she, so there's like this time bubble that one of the one of the Autobots can shoot to stop time, or not oh, yeah. stop time, but slow down time. It's like a weapon. Yeah, it's like a grenade that mm-hmm. time creates a uh, uh, what, it creates yeah. a force field bubble. Let's that not go too far inside the it. bubble. It, it slows time. down. It slows time down. So they're falling from the staff. They can't like they, so they they want to grab the staff, but they're falling away from it. This is very hard to explain. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they're falling away from the staff. They're trying to grab to it, but he shoots this bubble. It slows down time. Mark Wahlberg is able to grab not Megan Fox, swing her. And throw her, but it looks like a ragdoll. Again, r- more ragdoll physics. It's like it happens quickly, so I'm sure they thought nobody's going to notice this, or people won't really care about oh, it. Man, it's so bad. But for a movie of this budget, you cannot have that kind of stuff happening. Yeah, no, they're they're falling through the air on a big rock, but they're inside the rock doing things, <laughs> and so gravity is all wonky. So yeah, they're she's moving away from the staff. Yeah, and. Uh, he has to chuck her through the air using his weight, and it's just mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, and I think I think my last like kind of plot or you know the gripe with the movie. I mean, I have a ton of gripes. I did not like this movie, but uh, one thing is that Optimus Prime is what we would consider evil in this movie, uh, even though he's trying to protect his planet. He's, he's been corrupted. He's yeah. been corrupted. He normally protects humans, but now he wants to destroy the Earth. He comes down. He's been fighting Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. They confront each other, and they're like, on, or uh, Optimus Prime is like on top of Bumblebee, about to kill him with a sword. He's gonna yes. like jab it into his neck or something. Bumblebee, to this point, has not been able to talk in his normal voice. He only plays movie quotes. He only plays song lyrics. Radio, yeah, whatever. Out of nowhere, he's able to talk to Optimus Prime and say, "Optimus Prime, my old friend, I love you," or whatever he says. I would lay down my life for you, Optimus yeah. Prime. And then Optimus Prime is like, "Yeah, you're right." And then he's just good again. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's so dumb. Yeah, the no, tension was them fighting. It's right. not like it's not relational. It's just I ah. totally agree. Like, and they had this whole sequence before where they they take out Bumblebee's voice box. They get him a new one. It turns out to not work. It's like a Siri voice, basically. So he gets mad. He rips it out. So he doesn't have a voice box. Mm-hmm. It's been the thing for the last five movies. And they've, so they've established he doesn't have a voice box. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when he's fighting Optimus Prime, he's able to muster the strength to say something. I don't mm-hmm. know. If it was a human, um, and you could say, okay, maybe if your life is in danger, something in the yeah. human body allows you to, right. like, it's a defense mechanism. If you're a robot and your wires and parts, right. the missing. parts that didn't work before <laughs> are not going to work now. Yeah. And so <sighs> then, but as Matt said, just him saying that, which is okay, like, I can go there, but it's it's like Optimus Prime gets reprogrammed by, the by I think, Quintessa is her name. Quintessa, that's right. The evil space queen of Cybertron. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bumblebee says like it's me, your old friend Bumblebee, and then that yeah, it just snaps him out of it. There's no there's no resolution. There's no denouement of that tension. It's mm-hmm. just like oh, you're right. What yeah. am I doing? Yeah. So I mean that's okay if that's the way you want to go. It just the the issue that Matt and I have is that that didn't land on us as heavily as they wanted it to because it was just like he's gonna hear Bumblebee's voice and he's gonna be fine. Yeah. And then he's not a threat the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Instead, he could have still been a threat, hurt Bumblebee in some way, and then something had to happen to him to get him to be yeah. good again. Yeah, and it's it, it's a common problem, especially in these types of blockbuster movies. There's no tension. You know that the good guys are always going to win. Even if you think for a second it might be in doubt, they quickly change that. Yeah. Whereas something like It Comes at Night that we reviewed recently, you don't know if people are going to make it out, you don't know what's going to happen and they end up not making it. So it's like, there's always real doubt about what's going to occur in Transformers. Mm-hmm. You knew Bumblebee was going to do something or somebody was going to do something to change Optimus Prime. You yeah. knew that from the beginning. Sure. Even if you hadn't read the script. Sure. So just uh, kind of my final thoughts on this, just to kind of sum everything up. Um, not funny. Uh, <laughs> Michael Bay thinks it's funny. I'm sure some people will find some things funny. We thought things were unintentionally funny at about the 30 minute mark, last 30 minutes yeah. or so. Yeah. Um, the script just it doesn't work. People have weird arcs. Like Mark Wahlberg is supposed to be like this endearing guy, but he has like he kind of has a past from four, but he just kind of comes off as an a hole for most of this movie, which I guess is his persona. But really, not much makes me think otherwise. Uh, I don't particularly think that Mark Wahlberg is a great actor. I think he's good, um, but I don't think that he's serviced well by the types of scripts that he gets, especially in these movies. Um, not Megan Fox, very flat love interest um, who just has like this situation thrust upon her. There's one funny scene where she's rolling down a hill uh, that I thought was kind of funny. That's really about it. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, just... I don't know. I, I, I don't like it. And the, the sound was bad. I don't know, man. It's so hard to talk about these kind of movies for me yeah. just because there are so many things that I don't like that I feel if I was talking about everything, I would be here for an hour. Yeah. Um, there's too much to sit here and even try to discuss. Yeah. It's such a busy movie. There are like a million things happening. You can follow it. You mm-hmm. can roughly follow it. And know where know what's going on, but there's so many things that are happening. It's exhausting. It really it's exhausting. Is. There's a lot of annoying characters. It needs to be tightened up. It needs to be stripped and like rewritten and whatever. So I'm in awe of this movie as a technical marvel. Like I was It looks wa- beautiful. It looks beautiful. And I was watching it just going, Man, like I I respect Michael Bay for the lengths that he will go to to make a movie. Like they shoot in several countries. Mm. They're on a freaking aircraft carrier. They're all over the place huge locations, beautiful sets, like just amazing. But none of that matters if we don't if we don't like the movie, if yeah. we don't care about the characters, if we think it's stupid. And yeah, so watch this movie if you are a nerd like me and you like to like see things like this, just mm-hmm. to see the amazing marvel that it is. But it's not a good movie. No. So I can't recommend it. No, I can't recommend it either. It's it's actually sitting pretty at a twenty-seven on Metascore, yeah, which is the same score as Dead Man on Campus that we literally just yeah. recorded. <laughs> yeah. So if that, that tells you anything, yeah, we're we're not off base here. Uh, you may enjoy it if you have like a um, you know, history with Transformers. You may like it, and I'm sorry if I insulted you, but I just can't get behind this movie. No, no. Okay.
I think that's it. Our next mini-sode will be The Big Sick, which I did enjoy. So I I'm loved it. To talk about that. Love the big sick. Yeah, yeah, right. Ready to talk about it. Yeah, so that'll probably come out on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, or so. So look out for that. All right, guys. I think that's it for this mini-sode. Thank you for listening. If you want to find us on social media, Rewind Cinema Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Yep. Uh, Rewind Cinema Podcast at Gmail. If you want to find some tunes, you can go to NaturalAnthem.net. That's exactly right. That's it. Until you hear our next episode, why don't you sit your butt down and watch some movies. Mo- movies. Mo-